It's all the way live on Friday. I'm Jake Levin Payne. This is Friday, December 16th, 2022 edition of Things You Might Have Heard. Uh, looks like we've made it and we've made it through a week that's been a pretty weird week, if you will, across the news stakes, just across the world stakes, if you will. We got for you eight news stories in the past 30 hours that kind of define just how weird the week has been just in that past day. And, and, and uh, there's a bit of there'll be a bit of a commentary. So this won't be as pithy as it wants to be because I'm a bit upset about one of the stories I have to speak about because, you know, it's one of those things that you've got to pay attention to, but that's part of the problem. Let's get to less problems by getting to the news stories very quickly and solving a problem by saving some of this yakety yak by giving you a website to go to. This is a conversation project.com. If you have a other window browser window, you can look to, or you were listening to this via podcast, check out the website for more details on behind the scenes of the conversation project. Now let's get into the news stories for the day that was yesterday. Megan Thee Stallion tearfully admits she'd rather be dead than with Tory Lanez in court. I'm not sure why I have so much trouble with Tory Lanez and his name, but uh, this is a, uh, a trial that's been going on for about two weeks or so. It's been going on for a bit. And if you think these people who are living these great lives are having all great lives, let me tell you, Megan Thee Stallion joined the Marvel Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe this year and was twerking with She-Hulk uh, earlier in the year. And now she's in court talking about a terrible experience where she wished a man would have just went ahead and killed her than stayed with her in, in that in that situation. You have to go into this story. This story uh, was the most conversational thing from the past day. And this is a story that's been, like I said, simmering for a couple of days as she's been testifying in this case. And we took a little while to put it in there. And we, and to be honest, we put it in here more as a filler because it was still popping up on Twitter, still engaging things. We'll get to Twitter in a second. Uh, so we fit in there and see what happened. And people react, responded to this one extremely high, extremely well engaged. Check out the full story for this one and keep up with this trial. This trial is a very interesting trial. And you may just think it's another famous person dealing with famous people problems. This is domestic abuse. This is a problem we all know someone who's dealing with or have dealt with in some sense on our own. Oh, yeah, Twitter. Elon Musk starts banning critical journalists from Twitter. We posted this very late, very late in the game, and it's barely made it into the top 15, into the range to talk about, but it was there at 15. So we're pulling it as your second story to talk about for the morning. Twitter has started to ban journalists who are critical of Elon Musk and his handling of all things, including especially Twitter from the Twitter. Uh, so people who have been uh, one notable person, because I watch CNN in the, in the morning, Doniel Sullivan, their their tech guy, their social media guy, uh, he was probably on the air right now talking about being banned from Twitter. Uh, they did a, a small piece early on about the banning of people from Twitter, journalists who are critical of Elon Musk. Which remember, because Twitter is a private entity, Twitter can ban whoever they want to, except for the fact that Elon Musk says he took over Twitter because it was holding back free speech. And now he is, you know, banning people who are just sort of mostly reporting more or less uh, just to standard stuff and bringing people back who are just spouting out ignorance and, and, and lies. Free speech is not equal. Bad speech, is not equal. Hate speech, is not equal. Insane speech. We'll see how this plays out. TLC's new dating series, Milf Manor, follows hot moms vying for a chance at love with men half their age with the reality show twist. The reality show twist is 
They're dating the other hot mom's sons. That's it. They're not just dating young dudes who are there on a on a trying to you know get famous. They're dating the actual sons of the actual mothers they're they're living with and talking about on the show. I've not seen this. This sounds like a whole hell lot of insanity. But when I saw the title, I popped in there. By the way, back on Twitter, Twitter is beginning to start putting little bounces on things that I put out there on stories. Put little blocks and put little a tag saying we're going to watch you on this stuff. Um, Facebook does this as well as for his things, but Twitter's been doing it in mass as, as a part of their cleaning things up, I guess. And it's all the honestly the sexy, sexy stuff. Anything that talks about OnlyFans or paywalls for stuff, and the Mandy Rose story, if you will, are the ones that are getting flagged. I've not been banned yet, shadowed or not, because trust me, this one got a lot of looks, but it's it's just a bit on the disturbing side. So yes, I do the sexy sexy for the eyeballs because it gets your attention, but unfortunately, it's gotten Twitter's attention now, not just yours. We'll see how long I survive, you know, little me, you know, not making any money with this, as opposed to the big guys doing their thing. Maybe I'm a journalist who's about to get banned from from Twitter. Who knows? Who cares? Going next, inquirer defamation lawsuit. Inga Saffron defames former columnist Stu Bykovsky, which I can't say if the jury finds. This is for the Philadelphia Inquirer, not the National Inquirer, the Philadelphia Inquirer, the paper of record for Philadelphia. A few years back, uh, Stu Blankowski was retiring. He was leaving the paper. The paper, the Inquirer at this point, was an allegation, basically a, a merging of old papers before. Inga Saffron was sort of a stodgy, uh, artsy uh, uh, writer for columnists, and Blankowski was one of those gritty crime novels from way, way back in the day, starting off with some things that were pretty, pretty dirty and ugly, but he basically told the story of the city. At the going away party, everybody got a chance to sort of roast him by uh, a little bit there. And then Saffron went nuts, crazy deep into stuff that was so bad that somebody who was tape taping on the phone could see that Blykowski was ready to basically choke her out. He didn't choke her out. He sued both the paper and Saffron, and he won. The money wasn't big. He got about $1,000 for damages from, from Saffron himself, about $45,000 from the Inquirer itself. So it wasn't big-time class action. You're, you'll learn you're, you'll learn today money, but it kind of was. Um, this is a story that I picked up listening to the Michael Sirkanish, uh program, so I'm, um, I'm proud to listen to him You know, in a way that you know, even sort of following his look and in the field of how he does the show. But this was an interesting story on the fact how these things sort of work, and these things sort of work in mysterious ways. This time, not so mysterious, the judge found that uh, Bykowski was right. National Archives releases thousands of JFK assassination records, so just in time for National Treasure, the new series to come out, um, uh, things going on there. Uh, this is something that's been a long time coming. This is our, our data dumps that Obama actually promised, uh, and then Trump said, sure, we'll do it finally, and then Biden's like, what? They didn't do it yet? Look that stuff out there. I'm not sure what's in there. I'm pretty sure no um, no smoking guns are in this stuff, but a lot of the National Archives and stuff that was held back because it's been 60 years uh, is out in the open. 60 years. Wow. It's out in the open. It's for now for people to kind of go through and see and understand going forward, mostly for a steady, a steady state of academics, you if you will. But yeah, all the crazies can now go through that stuff as well. Henry Cavill won't be returning to Superman role. 
He also apparently won't be going back to the Witcher as well, which is a side issue. But Henry Cavill, as the DC Extended Universe, is apparently going to be rebooted with new people. Um, not going to happen. Even though he showed up at the end of Black Adam, even though there's rumor that he's in the scene, a scene for the Flash movie, which will finally be released, as they reset, reboot, redo the DC Extended Universe going forward, most of the stars that were attached to it are long gone. Um, they're looking like... Um, Alcaban's being replaced and Wonder Woman's being replaced. The Flash is an iffy thing because the guy is kind of a creepy guy, so they're trying to figure out what to do with him. Uh, so it's going to be a whole new thing. Uh, what his new roles will be, you know, he's he's a pretty good-looking guy. I'm sure somebody will pick him up for something fairly soon, but he is not going to do a full-time Superman going forward. Read the article for his thoughts on that. Tom Brady, David Ortiz, Jimmy Fallon, and other celebrities are getting sued over crypto. What does this mean? All of those people, all those celebrities who did the ads for crypto, and very many of them who did some um, like Instagrams things and, and things like influencer stuff for crypto saying, I believe in these crypto people are getting sued by various people in class action soups and by the um, people who have no more money because it's all been down the drain. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, of course, Tom Brady and his wife, Giselle, were in uh, uh, commercials for FTX. David Ortiz did some stuff. Jimmy Fallon being sued specifically for the Board Ape Club, Yacht Club, which the NFTs, which are stupid and lost a lot of people money. Uh, various other people. Steph Curry's being sued by a bunch of different folks because he has been involved in a bunch of different things. Um, one of the bad things about being a celebrity and having access to the new stuff is that when it turns out to be mostly fraud or just bad investments and you put your name on the line saying, you know, as endorsement, then people look to you. Now, no one's really saying that they hate Matt Damon, but a lot of people were laughing at the Matt Damon commercial for KipCrypto.com before it aired on the Super Bowl. And then Super Bowl just sort of was sort of max, um, just, just max, max silliness. While a lot of people chased that ad that was the QR code to get their free crypto from whoever it was. I don't remember who it was because it was like another crypto commercial. And people kind of shrugged Larry David saying like, like because he's saying in the, in the commercial, he doesn't believe in it. And guess what? It fell apart. A lot of people with real reputations are dealing with uh, real reputations and loss of money. In fact, um, Kim Kardashian like settled for being, she got paid $250,000, I believe, uh, for um pushing something on Instagram, pushing something uh, in, in social media and paid a million dollars to settle that suit. It's serious. It's damn serious. Now, this is where we go a bit of a rant and go a little long. The story we're producing at number eight for this morning, Trump reveals major announcement. Digital trading cards worth $99. This is a little pause for effect. If you're listening on the... <coughs> On, on, on the audio, just podcast. This <coughs> one, a quick cough, and two, a pause for effect. Here we go. More pause, more pause, slight little burp thing. Pause. So, a few days ago, Trump revealed on his Truth Social major announcement with a picture of him in a Superman looking thing saying, It'll be huge. I don't think he said huge, but that was there. Major announcement came out yesterday morning, and it was a digital trading card set worth $99. So you can play electronic Pokemon with Trump in some very poorly Photoshopped pictures, which many people say are just him taking over shots from the boys. 
because they look a lot like shots of Homeland or just kind of floating around in, in, in space. So why are we talking about this? Because it was Trump's major announcement and many people, once they saw the major announcement, heard the major announcement and got wind of the major announcement, uh, are once again saying we're done with this guy. Are we done with this guy yet? Probably not. We still have to pay attention to him because he might do something crazy. Hell, he might do something sane. The biggest thing people were, were kind of cheering him on for was he didn't actually sell physical cards, which is said was, you know, at least at least he went with the digital cards. Although uh, supplies running out soon is really kind of a lie because if it's digital, you can actually redo it. But, you know, NFTs and things like that. Here's the thing. We would have been talking about Hulu canceling the reboot of Animaniacs because that was what was there originally. And then as I scan, we did one last scan. Trump was in the mix and we had to talk about him because he's he's Trump, I guess. <sighs> so we're not talking about other that other stories that were interesting or cool because we're talking about Trump. I would like to stop talking about Trump. Please stop making Trump relevant. Please, please, please stop hyping up Donald Trump. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's talk about teases, if you will. We can tease a story that may come out on Monday because we posted very late, early this morning into our range. So it's already out there. You, we can talk about it if you want to talk about it. But we got a whole weekend to get through, so you have to vote this one up. Harvard names new president, first black woman to hold a top job. She's actually first or second female to hold a job as well. So check out the article and read the, read the news on this one. And let's know if this is worthy of surviving a full weekend's worth of talk, of chatter, of stories. Follow the feeds and see this story and other stories at facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. Look for the story. Look for this one in our feeds there and engage in it. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. Look for other stories posting every 50 minutes. Engage in those. And for the weekend, we're going to provide for you 10 stories come Monday from the top 30 out of about 90 stories over the weekend. So that's the top third of stories coming forward. For Tuesday through Friday, it's from the top half, 30 stories within a day, and we'll give you something from the top 15, picking eight out of those. So there you have There's your assignment. There's your homework. Keep, look, check, keep, keep checking up on us all weekend long, and if you see a story good enough to get into, let us know about it. And, of course, look for this one if you think this is engaging enough. This one's already posted about 30 minutes ago because we we're kind of short of the day. So it's there for the tanking. Let's go to the next slide, which is about money and about gifts and about you. Flowers Fast can save you time, energy, and money uh, by getting flowers to whomever you need to pretty gosh darn fast. It is the 16th of December, nine days until Christmas. So you have nine days to go to Flowers Fast, which you can find our link this is a conversation project.com slash flowers, flowers fast. Say that fast. This is a conversation project.com slash flowers fast. And you can set aside uh, your flowers to arrive by Christmas right now or as you get closer. Now, I can't guarantee Christmas Eve flowers will get there on Christmas Day because that's going to be a pretty hassle. But if you're in a pinch and sometime and need to get some sort of gift to people very quickly, Remember, flowers fast. Flowers fast will take care of you. And some days, some places, will full one-day delivery, same-day delivery. Don't do it for Christmas. Don't risk it. Order your flowers now. Go to thisisaconversationproject.com slash flowers fast. Thisisaconversationproject.com slash flowers fast. Get in on this. This is an affiliate link, so we get a little chip back from the FTD folks for you stopping in their store. But we want you to make sure you're taking care of yourself, your loved ones, using 
flowers fast. Let's talk about us again, me again, the Conversation Project again. This is a Conversation Project. It's the home for the Conversation Project. It was built on a thought process that there are plenty of people out there willing to engage in new stories and ideas and thought processes and sort of kickback ideas. And it works to a point, but we need your help to do a lot of things. Stop by the website to see how you can help us out. Visit our sponsors page and see there's other sponsors that may and you may enjoy visit our partnership page and if you think that we are providing for you great content and great value see if there's some way you can partner up with us to do things a bit better visit the little pages to show you different ways to find us including a podcast if you don't want to see me a videos if you do want to see me uh some tiktok that we do very dumb tiktoks on and other ways to find us out including a newsletter that will come out pretty much right after the live feed is done we send the newsletter out for you to read the stories without the chit chat there you go. It's all there at this is a conversation project.com. Today things, these are things that make today in the show a bit more fun. On December 16th, we have birthdays for the day, starting off with Leslie Stahl, the longtime reporter and current uh, correspondent on the 60 Minutes show, 81 years old today. JB Smooth, the you know, star of the Spider-Man movies from Marvel. And, you know, they could not make those things without JB Smooth. He is, of course, Caesar. From the um, Caesar Casino app banking thing. So Caesar making things happen. Getting things done at 57 years old today. And Kristen Ritter, daughter of John Ritter, of course, uh, starring in many good things, including um, Jessica Jones, which so far is not being picked up by the Marvel Cinematic Universe out of the Netflix universe. But who knows? We shall see. Of course, getting big props by being the B in apartment uh, 33, 33 from the show. Don't know. Yeah, you know that show. 41 years old on the day. Today, we celebrate Chocolate Covered Anything Day because Chocolate Covered Anything is pretty gosh darn awesome. The only thing better than Chocolate Covered Anything Day is Deep Fried Anything Day, which is always good. Don't know when that is, but when I find it, we're going to celebrate it. Today, give some love to Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Get something chocolate covered. Anything you want, go for it. It's on me. In a survey of nearly 40,000 men and women, this is probably going to be flagged, around the world, respondents were asked how long they have sex for, comma, and how long they would ideally like it to last. Two questions. Women wanted sex to go for about 26 minutes. Men also answered the average time is about 26 minutes. All you all night long folks? You're liars. The fact that the two sexes agree on ideal timing in bed is a good thing. Good sign. In the word state, if I could actually read it. The survey also found that in the U.S., sex actually lasts about 17 minutes for the average 31 years old. So people are having sex about 17 minutes, which for some folks may be a pretty good thing, may be pushing it a bit, but most folks would like to have it for about 26 minutes. I guess I have to hit the explicit note on the thing today but um no kids are watching this so have your sexy sexy time stretch it out as long as you can try to hit that 26 minute mark if you're staying all night long you can stop that right now because you know we all we, we, we all need sleep friday december 16 2022 edition of things you might have heard it is nine days till christmas uh make sure you are taking care of yourself taking care of your loved ones taking care of your communities and getting all that stuff done and more importantly Keeping an eye on your own well-being and sanity. Now is not the time to overstretch yourself out to send yourself to a tizzy while other folks need you around for longer spans of time. We need you around for Christmas. 
So uh, take a deep breath, find some time, go to a closet and relax, hide from your family, because trust me, you should probably need to, and uh, decompress for a bit and continue through the Christmas season. The lights and the glitter and all the chatter chatter can be a bit. If you're feeling depressed, you're feeling sad, feeling down, make sure you remember the new uh, Suicide Prevention Lifeline is now 988 on your cell phone. Dial it or text it 24-7. You have someone to talk to in Spanish and English. In the meantime, we're going to prepare for the weekend. Prepare for your Monday. Another great Monday, another great week we're hope, hoping for as we roll into rolling into the Christmas holiday, the actual Christmas Day, Christmas Eve on Saturday, Christmas Day on Sunday. We'll do some sort of stuff because, hell, I work from home on this stuff. So we'll do have some of that stuff going on, knocking off for the weekend. But no promises. In the meantime, prepare yourself for a great week. And um, <coughs> enjoy yourself. Got a bit of the coughs going on. <coughs> have a great weekend.